It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. from the wilds of Minnesota, Kristen Peterson. How you doing, Kristen? Great. I'm doing great in the wilds of Minnesota. It, are you, you're not really in the wilds, right? I mean, no, you're not in the, you're not in the great North woods or wherever, no. wherever Laura Ingalls Wilder hung out. Didn't she live in Minnesota no, for a while? But yeah. So that's not that far from my, that's not far from my town. And you can actually go and stay in like little covered wagons like you can camp in little covered wagons wherever her, I can't remember the name of her hometown, but. Lauraville. Yeah. It's called it Lauraville. Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, so there you go, <laughs> listeners. If you want to uh, uh, bottle feed a baby squirrel or sleep in a covered wagon, head to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, yep. So what are we, what are we talking about this time, Kristen? Okay. We're going to talk about, um, mandatory sit-down times. So this is uh, something somebody brought to me uh, Mm -hmm. via a message on Instagram. And they are wondering, so the person is not really um, supportive of having mandatory sit-down times where children all have to sit together as a group for certain parts of the day, like whether it be like a circle time or a story time or a meal or snack time. And um, her coworkers disagree. And so their, their argument is the coworkers is that it builds a sense of community to have everybody like a mandatory time when they're all together. And for mealtimes, there's mealtime etiquette with that. Like if you're finished, you have to sit and wait until everybody's finished. And so she is wondering how to go about um, trying to convince her co-teachers or of the other staff otherwise. That they're wrong. That she's trying right. to figure out how to convince them that they're wrong. <laughs> that they're um, wrong. So what, what ages, do we know what ages of, of human children that she's dealing with? Um, I believe it's preschool age. Okay. Well, I mean, so what was the first, they're built, it, it builds commu- community, community, a sense of well, community. I mean, can't you build a sense of community standing up? <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, I I'm standing up right now. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, listeners, it's been, what is it? four months now since I got rid of, rid of my office chair. 
um, all my all all my work, it, all my computer based internet based work is done standing up now at the standing oh, desk. Oh, I love that. It's big. I got a balance board too, Chris, and I'm not using it right now. But I, I, I've I've done I've done multiple hours standing on Zoom on my balance board. Um, so I've got I really really st- I've got really strong ankles now. Um, look, you can build community standing up. You can build. You know, some people build community. You know, going for walks in nature. Some people. Uh, Atasha and I went on a forty mile micro- bike ride the other day. That that built a little bit of community in yes. our our little relationship. Uh, uh, took the dogs and uh, and the wife. I, I I put the leashes on all three of them. Uh, <gasps> the, the two dogs. No, Tasha. No, you know what? I. I I don't worry about her running away anymore. So she doesn't have to wear her leash anymore if we go out. Oh my goodness. It's only only when she wants to. Um, that's not true. That's not true at all either. So, Whatever. Listeners, listeners, that's a joke. Uh-huh. No, the four of us, mm-hmm. the, the the family went on uh, uh on, on a walk on the beach this morning. Uh not not any sitting down. We thought about sitting down on the beach, but then you end up with uh with a wet sandy dog in your lap, and that doesn't mm-hmm. build community. That's one thing that doesn't build no. community. No community. Um, so I mean People people engage in athletic activities and endeavors. They do things like like play kickball and volleyball and and frisbee that builds kickball. community. They they Parachutes. they go to bars and stand up at the bar and talk and they and people dance. They do all kinds of shit uh, that builds community that doesn't sit down. So what is it about these people that makes them think? community is a is a sitting based activity that's so true like why does sitting down equal building community you know the funny thing uh, oh, i ahead. didn't even this question like i didn't even um break it down that much mm-hmm. but i'm glad you did I mean, there are there are plenty plenty of of two and a half to six year olds who build community by uh, through rough and tumble play. For for a certain segment of kids, community involves close physical contact and and rolling and tumbling and spinning and all that kind of stuff. For some kids, building community is is superhero play. Yeah. I'm Batman, and you're Wonder Woman, and that sad pathetic kid over there's aquaman because i mean why would you want to be aquaman unless you were sad and pathetic because who the who the fuck would want to be aquaman uh but i i I digress that's 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 a little bit judgmental of me isn't it it? is but but still who would want to be aquaman okay and also i would think if this is a mandatory thing you're gonna have kids who are trying to buck the system because like they don't want to sit down and their body is telling them, I don't want to sit down right now. So the adult is going to spend way more time breaking down that community by like, you need to sit crisscross applesauce. Like you should be sitting right now. Oh, I like the way Sally is sitting. Like, don't you think that that's going to like break down the community rather than build it up if it's forced? Well, in I I mean, in my experience, it builds a community of people who want to rebel against that authority figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I mean, I I remember actively doing this. It wasn't until middle school that that I remember doing this. But there were there were some cool control freak teachers that we actively 
conspired and built communities to rebel against. Yes. Um, and I mean, I think we were a little bit more cognizant of what we were doing, being the fact that we were middle school instead of preschoolers, but preschoolers totally do this. One kid will, one kid will uh, drop a fork and the teacher gets upset and, 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 and gets scolded. And then they do that smirky thing to each other when the teacher isn't looking. And then the kid on the other <laughs> side of the table drops a fork and then everybody tries to keep from bursting out laughing and, and maybe isn't successful. And that makes, makes the adult even more upset. Um, yeah. that's, that's community building as well. Um, so is this, are, are these adults interested in building, building community or, or are they in interested in building the kind of community they want, which is, uh, sounds like a community where they are in control and the boss. Exactly. Yes. So it's all like this, like those teachers, and they're probably maybe not going to get there anytime soon, but they need to do just a little bit of self-reflection on why they want so much control. I, I would think and hope, um, yeah. because I think we could we could we could all benefit from a little bit more self-reflection. And and look, I've I've totally done the sit down and everybody oh, stays sitting until we're eating. And and so I'm not I'm not saying I I mean I've, I've totally been there. I don't think it was ever to build community, but it, no. it was because I needed to be in control. Um, right. And and I don't feel great about it, but I totally did it. And so what was the other one? It was it was about respect at mealtime yeah. or so or... mealtime etiquette, like mm -hmm. manners, like you all have to you have to sit at the meal or the snack until everybody's finished because that's etiquette. Like, where did that etiquette come from? Is that a thing? Well, I mean, it's never, like it's never been a thing in my, in my life. Like I, my parents never taught me to stay at the table until everybody's finished, but maybe there's that that's how it is for some cultures or people or families or communities or, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, I went out, Tasha and I went out for lunch yesterday and I, I got done bef eating before she did. And I didn't, I didn't wander away. I mean, I stayed well, at the table true. with her. I've, I've had a few meals with you and uh, when we've been done eating, nobody seems to wander we don't away. Walk away. Yeah. So, I mean, there, I think there's, there's a sense of that, but I think what these, with preschoolers, what these people may be missing and, and they may be missing other things, but one of the things they may be missing is that even for three and four year olds, for some of them sitting takes a lot of energy. Sitting in a chair takes a lot of energy, uh, especially yeah. if these kids aren't getting a, enough, uh, uh, proprioceptive and vestibular stimulation. Okay, so sitting upright in a chair, you got to you got to worry about about staying upright and staying in the chair. And if you you want to read more about this, check in check in out some uh, some Angela Hanscom in Balance and Barefoot. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's got to be there's you need a certain amount of uh, core strength and all of this stuff. And so for some kids, it's physically exhausting to sit in the chair for as long as we want them to sit in the chair. And, and so what, what these people that want this for, for respect and community want all this sitting for is, is some kids just aren't able to do it. I, I, yeah. I would challenge, I, I was talking to Nicole about this when we recorded last night and, uh, and, and she was talking about one thing she likes to ask adults is, is okay, sit down, sit down and cross your legs back straight, stay here. And I'll stay there for half an hour. Ugh. And most, most adults could not, 
could not do that. They would be no. wiggling and 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 needing to adjust themselves and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And so so when you're asking kids to sit until everybody's done, you're asking some of them at least to do something they are they are physiologically incapable of doing. And 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 look, if we're gonna uh, look, I, I think a a some some manners and social graces are are probably good things to have when you're when you're out and about in the world. But at the ages of two and three and four and five and six, some kids just aren't there developmentally. Yeah. Okay. So now, um, what about the manners part of it? Well, I mean, the etiquette part of it, like that's one of the arguments is like they shouldn't get up until everybody's finished. Do we care about that? But, 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 I, I mean, but if they physically can't stay can't. still. Yeah. If, if you if you physically can't sit still in that chair anymore and, and, and look at that, those ages also, they are wired to move. And, I know, yes. and so before before we have any opportunity of any real etiquette of them being able to, if that's what we want is, is humans to sit still and wait for the others, they need to have control of their bodies. And if they physically can't control their bodies at, at that age yet, we're asking something that is is developmentally inappropriate of them. Would it be nice if they could sit still when we wanted them to? Absolutely. Um, can all kids do that at those ages? Absolutely not. And so we need to we need to our, adjust our expectations. Um, I, I I was in I don't know if I I don't know if this comes with the podcast yet or not. I've been doing a lot of recording lately, so bear with me, listeners. If I talked about this, I ran in uh, last Saturday, Kristen. We ran into a pair of uh, coffee house ballerinas. Oh. Uh, this is a Saturday morning. This is this is apparently post dance class. They were if they were over two, they were barely over two. And uh, so so these two little ones in the coffee house on the Saturday morning and uh, they were they were very two. They weren't there alone. They had their mothers with them. Um, they, they weren't drinking coffee, one had chocolate milk and, and one had white milk and the little cups and their little straws. And they were, they were being very too, they were climbing up into chairs and out of <laughs> chairs and then up into the chairs again. Yep. And they were, they were munching on, uh, on chocolate chip cookies that were the size of their heads. Uh, mm -hmm. one got frustrated. She was trying to break it in half and it, it wouldn't snap. And she got frustrated and, and, and told her mom it wouldn't open. And, uh, and so mom it had to open, open her, <laughs> mom had to open oh her cookie gosh. for her. Um, <laughs> and they're, they're climbing, they're climbing up on the table. They're, they're running around. There was a, a moment of hair pulling over. They, they, they had to, uh, the coffee house has got some, uh, some little game shelves and they were, they, they dumped out all the pieces because they're into scattering and, and there was some disagreement about the pieces. And so there was, there was uh, a little bit of hair pulling because somebody needed, needed something. And, and mom interrupted to talk about sharing, which uh, oh, wasn't gosh. necessarily the best choice, but it, it was quick. Then there was some spilt milk and nobody cried and the little ones helped clean it up and everything um totally 100 developmentally appropriate activity neither yeah. one of those little girls was was physically capable of sitting down and being polite and respectful in yeah. the coffee house they were doing they were doing what two-year-olds do which is yeah. move at, as do three-year-olds and four-year-olds and five-year-olds they, they might be able to stay still a little bit longer but apparently not as long as these adults want them to. 
So what are your thoughts on tying children into high chairs or like even little low, tiny little chairs by a really low table and they are buckled in? Well, I like to use a nice cotton rope. I think the uh, the nylon ropes uh, uh, they they there's a more more opportunity for for chafing that way. You yeah. want to use a nice uh, a nice cotton rope, uh, yeah. a, a nice soft cotton rope. Maybe I mean mm. if you've got the budget for it, silk. And and there I mean look, there are some. Uh, some uh non-natural based uh, you know oil based uh uh synthetic ropes that, that have a nice soft feeling to them but you, you don't want chafing because that's going to show no, we is, don't. That, is that what you meant yeah we don't want them to go home you want to use good you want to use good down. strong knots too otherwise they're going to wiggle their way uh, no i mean look lisa and i did a whole <clears> there we we did a two-part episode on uh two no, two part episode two episodes on 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 a preschool teacher i found video online of uh, she was telling how she did uh did toddler circle time and she strapped them into chairs oh my gosh and was proud of this absolutely not it it, it it's it's immoral it's unethical and it, it i mean it, it borders on child abuse as far as i'm concerned if you're strapping kids down oh my um, gosh these are these are human beings they shouldn't i i i I fired a girl once back in my center director days because she was she was putting a a child she thought was a little bit too ornery and wouldn't stay still like a three-year-old was putting them strapping him into a high chair because uh because she needed she needed him to be still i fired her ass it's it's and and it's counter it's counterproductive to to what is developmentally necessary for these little human beings if if you're needing to to change for children children to sit still um that's your need yeah Uh, our job is to pay attention to their needs and they need to move at least a lot of them do okay so now we have we've got some thoughts on that and how for somebody who's in this situation that this woman is, where the all these arguments are being thrown at her, how can she gently approach this topic with her coworkers so that they can like learn a little bit? Like, what do you? What would you suggest? Uh, well, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, at the end of our last episode together, Kristen, I put a call out for for copies of people's policies and procedures. Yeah. yeah. And you you made a face at me like, why the fuck would you want to look at that crap? Yeah, um, that's not my thing. Which, which Nicole did last night when we recorded too. She's like, the last thing I want is to, okay, so I have recently become obsessed with policies and procedures because in situations like you're talking about, one of the the, the biggest problem in early learning today is that we, we, we have programs that have a, a dozen and a half different philosophies going on yes. and different approaches. And if we're going to have any continuity in programs, everybody needs to be on the same page. And so yes. what this program needs is policies and procedures around mealtime and sitting that spells out what's expected in that program. Exactly. Um, and, and sadly for this, this person that messaged you, what, what the program might end up coming up with is, is, Hey, we need to stay seated. Um, which means yeah. that person needs to go find a, a, a different program to work in. Uh, because if if the program philosophy is, hey, we're going to strap kids in chairs here and we're going to make them sit until everybody's ready because it's polite um, and, and she doesn't agree with that, then then she needs to work someplace else. <sighs> yeah. Yes. 
I want to now. I kind of want to know if she's the. I director. think I might. I think I might have accidentally locked the dog outside. Um, oh no! But Gigi's Gigi's back in now, and I'm sure she enjoyed laying in the sun. Um, <laughs> but back, what were we talking about? Um, she needs to find a new place to work. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe <laughs> unless she's is, is she the decider? I don't know if she's the decider. That's what I was just trying to kind of look for. Because what 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 happens in so many programs or somebody that that's play based and and that trusts children and all that kind of stuff uh, going on and and they're in a program where their philosophies don't don't meld with everybody else's and they spend eighty two and a half percent of their time trying to convince the uh, the other staff to do this thing and 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 it is it is crazy making. It is so. It's I, I do agree actually now that I think like. Yes, they need to have policies and procedures for all of those things that are developmentally appropriate. And so that is why Carol and I have started re recording a hundred plus uh, episode ser series of episodes about policies and procedures and early learning and why I'm building a bunch of uh, policy and procedure stuff on the Playvolution HQ website because people struggle with this and wow. and I want to make it easier, which which is That's why amazing. I need your, need your documents so I can read through them. And look, look, the thing is, we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to make some of what make fun of some of them uh, be, because I mean, I don't even like I don't want to send you mine now because I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to make fun of what I did. Yours are probably great, though. They're probably fine. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. Send them to me. We'll see. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, that's part of it. You got you. The adults need to get themselves on the same page. Now, how mm -hmm. does how does somebody in in the 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 throes of things in the classroom, how did they go about doing that? Well, what's the policy on, on making suggestions and, and, uh, and suggesting changes to the, to the program? Is there a policy for that? Is there somebody, does she know that, Hey, we've got a conflict in how we're approaching things. How do we deal with that in this program? Is there a structure for that? Uh, yeah. Probably not because that's something probably a lot not. of programs lack too. Um, it's a, who do, who do, who do I talk to if I have concerns about something like this? Um, if you're in family mm -hmm. childcare, you can change things pretty easy. You, you come up with the new way you want to do it. Maybe you have an assistant, you talk to them, you talk to the parents, you write it up, you bring you, everybody, everybody is schooled up on it and you, you change things. But if you're, if you're a classroom teacher and you don't have control of that system, it, it's really hard to have influence over how everybody else is is deciding to do their to do their thing. Yeah. What if what if we thought, hey, it would be polite if everybody sat down when they listened to this podcast? Yeah, they should. That's hey, polite. Hey, listeners, um, it, it's it's only polite. No, um, what's polite <laughs> is to to download each episode two or three times. That's that's what. The polite there thing you go. to do is that, that that bumps our numbers up. Uh, no, um, I, I it, it it doesn't matter, does it? Um, no. People can people can do their thing standing up. And and the other thing is, um, I don't I don't understand why the hell we need kids to sit in chairs when they're eating. Going back to that developmental thing, <sighs> some kids would prefer at the at those ages where where sitting is, can be a hard thing to do to to stand up and eat. I mean, toddlers would would rather eat you know, just kind of more, more grazing than a forced, forced, uh, meal time where they've got to stay in the same place. And developmentally that, that might be more respectful of where they are developmentally, Exactly. but it doesn't meet, it doesn't meet the needs of adults. Um, and so, right. or, 
or licensing because I I know in Minnesota's licensing rules they have you have to have a chair for each child. It doesn't say where they need to be, but you have to have a chair available for every child that you're licensed for. So like we were yeah, licensed they're stacked 40, over so the we corner. had to, yeah, we had 40 chairs, but half the time some of them were stacked up. Yeah, well, Minnesota Minnesota is very polite, so yeah. So I can I can see mm-hmm. that that being a being a thing. Uh, <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. And, and but I, I mean, I I can see why she's struggling with it because if she if she's kind of more hands off, you do you be you when it comes to these things, and she's got coworkers that aren't. It's it's going to be friction points. Yeah. Hmm, I like maybe she that. needs to maybe she needs to start telling them every time every time one of her coworkers comes in and to comes to talk to her about something she needs to have them sit down yes and so it can't be it can't be passing the hallway it's got like oh you need to you need to tell me about uh about jennifer's yeah, mom coming to pick down. up early let's sit down i love that i i hope that she does that i think that that'd be great uh and and then maybe after after that annoys them uh 20 or 30 times maybe a light bulb will pop on over their head we can only talk when we're sitting down and we've got to go find and and in adult chairs please because it's it's only respectful if we sit in adult sized chairs and then they got to go through the whole center to find the one place where there might be two adult chairs next to each other and uh and they got to have other staff come in to cover because we got to go talk so somebody's got to come in because we got to leave the room where these kids are um to go find the adult chairs so we can sit down and talk about this sitting down yeah yeah respectfully yeah, or whatever. I mean, just whatever it is. If 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 one of them wants to, hey, can you can you cover my afternoon shift for me tomorrow? Uh, no, I we, we got to go sit down to talk about it. Um, <laughs> for everything, everything. Oh my I gosh! Think is, I think that'd be a way of approaching it with them because that's only respectful. It's only polite. Yeah, it and is. it would really it would really build community if they were sitting down when they talked about those things. That would that would build lots of community. I think that's her. I think that's her go to strategy. I you you that. suggest that you suggest that to her and uh okay. and let me know how it goes. I will. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? No, that was good. What's that? What's that website where uh we uh, my website. To get more you can check it out. Kristenrbpeterson.com. And you can find all sorts of things on there. I have a podcast, courses, like I can come and speak, all the things. All the all things. Of- all, all the, the things. things. There's the website mm-hmm. to go. Hey, listeners, I don't need all the things. I need copies of your programs, policies, and procedures, your handbooks, that kind of stuff. Forms. I'm really interested in forms. Uh, mm-hmm. And and we talked about in this episode a little bit of why I'm I'm building resources to make developing and implementing and maintaining those things a little bit easier for you. Because look, it's it's busy work. It seems like busy work, and and uh, I want to make it less busy. That's what I'm working on. Anyway, your contact information is in the show notes. You can contact me, send it to me if you want. And and after I get enough for this stuff, then I'll stop asking for it and bothering you at the end of episodes. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. Tip your weight staff. Back soon with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, I don't know if people are listening to this in actual bars and grills, but I want to make sure the weight staff gets served oh, yeah. uh, or, or taken care of. If, oh, uh, I was wondering why you're saying are. that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look. I, I have time for one more. Do you have time for one more? If you want to do one more and if we have a topic.
This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.